0: Welcome back to The First Team. I am Joe DeLeon and joining me as always is my good friend, NFL Draft Analyst, Ryan Roberts. Today we're going to be doing, well I don't know why I paused like that, we're going to be doing another dueling mock draft episode. And if you missed the first one that we did, basically, Ryan and I dropped mock drafts around the same time. Ryan's is on uh, USA Today's college site, mine is on the Believe Sports Illustrated site. And we're going to be reading through them each And nitpicking or just providing some context and insight on what we think of the other person's mock draft. I'm going to kick us off here, Ryan. I'm going to read yours first. So you went with the prototypical. Number one, Caleb Williams. Number two, uh, Caleb Williams to the Chicago Bears. Two, Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU to the Washington Commanders. Three, Drake May, quarterback, uh, North Carolina to the New England Patriots. And then number four, Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver to Ohio State. All pretty standard, very common in these mock drafts. Brock Bowers, no, no, no push, no
1: pushback on Jane Daniels. No, no pushback on Jane no, Daniels? no, because I had
0: back. I had Jane Daniels number two also. So like, I don't even think that that's like really even a um, a talking point because I think everyone's going to. St- I'm willing to bet now, and maybe we're some of the first people in on this. But I saw a lot of the early mock drafts that were immediate post Super Bowl. Almost all of them had Jane Daniels two, Caleb one, Drake May three. So many did.
1: Yeah. Don't you think that that's going to be well, the trend? I, I talked about this like a couple weeks ago, man. I, I didn't, I text you a couple weeks ago where I was like, man, I I think I might have Jane over Drake. Like, I think I might, you know, kind of just finishing up some, some film watching. Cause well, the, the reason that you're talking about that though, is that the trend, who was it that just put it in like a, was it Lance Zerline that said that, that Drake oh, made like the Drake a of the that, Yeah. Though? We're not, we're not, yeah. we're
0: not entertaining that.
1: Okay. Why well, I think that's though why you're talking about that trend happening though with several people is that like groupthink happens, right? But yeah, yeah. I mean it's possible, man. I think it's possible that it happens. I mean, I, I just don't think it's out of the realm of possibility because we see it every single year. I mean, we're also talking about the, the conversation is JJ McCarthy potentially going in the top twelve, I think is what Dane Brugler said. Like he's not probably not gonna get out of the top twelve. So I mean, quarterbacks are a strange bunch to evaluate sometimes.
0: I'm gonna vomit if JJ McCarthy ends up going in the top 12. Number 4, you had Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver from Ohio State going to the Arizona Cardinals, Brock Bowers, tight end from Georgia, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh yep. quick add in here. I had the same pick and I feel that now that Jim Harbaugh is the, co- the the coach and he's leading the direction of this. I mean, they come on. This feels like a slam dunk of a pick. Right, like the amount of tight ends that came out of Michigan and how important they were this year. Like, this feels like a great pick for them.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I love the fit personally, I think it would make a lot of sense. My only hesitation was you don't know, you know the other spot that I was thinking about was offensive mm. tackle. Could that be OT1 off the board? Because Rashawn Slater was injured two years ago, he's back now, but the right tackle position is is not a good situation either. Could they just shorten yep. the offensive tackle position? I that'd be my other impulse, but I think Brock Bowers would make a lot of sense, especially because your middle of the field threats right now for, for the chargers is really just Keenan Allen as a slot receiver. And he's starting to get a little bit old and starting to wear down a little bit. So, you know, do you go with the Brock Bowers to be your middle of the field separator? I feel like it would make a lot of sense.
0: I've seen receivers projected here and I kind of hate the thought of a receiver being the chargers pick because they've spent a decent amount of early draft capital on these guys. And I think that Mike Williams is supposed to not be coming back is what the expectation is, but I don't know why you'd go receiver early again. It'd be better to tack the you know the offensive deficiencies a little bit differently. So that's why I like the thought of a tight end there. Um Malik Neighbors, number six. The LSU wide receiver goes to the New York Giants. I love that. Joe Alt, Notre Dame offensive tackle is a Tennessee Titan at number seven, number eight, Jared Verse, edge rusher from Florida State goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Number nine, Keon Coleman, wide receiver from Florida State to the Chicago Bears. Uh, Number 10, Olufashanu, Penn State is a New York Jet. I want to say I think I had the same pick. I don't understand, by the way, that if you project Olufashanu as the third or the fourth tackle, it's considered that he's – this is what really confuses me. When you hear him at three or four, everybody's like, why are you so low on him? I have him yep. projected as a top 15 pick. Is that low? I mean, is that is that the world that we
1: live in? The guy is I, very gifted. Like, what? I've I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I have seen your back and forth on Twitter, Joe. I think that some people yeah. are convinced that Olu is the slam dunk OT2 in this class at worst, which I – look, man, there's subjectiveness. I think where it comes down to is I don't necessarily think that you're low on Olu Fashanu, which I think is why people take that. I think you are just exceptionally high on Talis Vuaga and for some reason, JC Latham, for
0: some reason. Yeah, there you're getting it now. BetOnline remains your top spot for all of your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for fifty percent off your first deposit. That is a fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, th- that's yeah. all I've been saying to people. I'm just higher than everybody else in JC Latham and uh, Talise Fuaga. Number eleven, Nate Wiggins, cornerback, cornerback from Clemson, is a Minnesota Viking. I love that pick. Bo Nix, quarterback. Oregon is a Denver Bronco. Talese Fuaga falls out of the top 10, is number 13 to the Las Vegas Raiders, Oregon State offensive tackle. Amarius Mims tackle from
1: Georgia, number 14 to the New Orleans Saints. I love that spot, by the way. I don't know if I'm allowed to interrupt you while you're going through the picks, but I love Amarius Mims to the New Orleans Saints. I think that that is a... Because... They, so, they had to play Andrews Pete at left tackle this year because Trevor Penning isn't good. Who would have thought that that would be coming, right? But ultimately, right tackle right now is even in a worse situation. You had to play Landon Young at right tackle, who it is yeah. just because Ryan Ramchek might have a career ending injury, right? So, he might be working through that. So, they have a spot at right tackle, which I think would make total sense. And also, if for some reason Ryan Ramchek can come back, then maybe Mary Marius could compete to be the starting left tackle. So I, I really like the Marius Mims in New Orleans. I think that would make a lot of sense. I
0: do uh, like that too. Them, or I think that they could take an edge rusher because their pass rush was one of the worst in terms of team sacks last year. I think they were like bottom yeah. four or five. It's it's, you, you it's hear something good D tackles, but
1: what? You, you want to hear something terrible? Top 40 pick last year, Isaiah Foskey was drafted by New Orleans Saints. Guess how many sacks Isaiah Foskey had as a rookie, Joe? Five and a half. Zero. Zero. Oh, zero shit. sacks, okay. zero tackles for loss in 10 games, only nine total tackles. So not great, man. Not great. They
0: need a premier guy, which is why I think I had them taking uh, Dallas Turner. Roma Dunze, number 15 to the Indianapolis Colts, the Washington receiver. I like to the fit there because they need one more final receiver plus Michael Pittman might be out the door. Dallas Turner, edge rusher for the Seattle Seahawks coming out of Alabama like that. I, I think I had him reverse verse. Just because McDonald, I mean, they got to be going and getting a, an edge rusher with a with a defensive minded head coach like that. Number seventeen, Brian Thomas Jr., wide receiver from LSU. Um, oh, I like pick number twenty. Uh, number seventeen, Brian. Uh, I just said that one. Number eighteen, Jerjon Newton, defensive lineman from Illinois, he goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, then offensive lineman or defensive tackle for them makes a lot of sense. Nineteen, Cooper DeJean, cornerback from Iowa, ends up. Uh, going to the Los Angeles Rams, and then this is where I want to stop really quickly. J.C. Latham, offensive yes. tackle from Alabama, goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, might I recall you have? Oh, it uh, was. But you might recall I one. recall yes. that you have yeah. uh, described Mister Latham as a as a third round pick. I'm surprised. That you're, by the way, I think whoa, I had Latham whoa, in the same exact whoa, pick whoa. range as you
1: did, and I whoa, got whoa, shit whoa. on,
0: but what, go, ahead whoa, go, go ahead.
1: ahead. whoa, 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 whoa. I had JC Latham with a mid to late second round grade and not have him as a third round grade. Can you correct yourself a little bit there? Can you just correct yourself as far as grades? I'm not putting slander out in the universe like that, man. No. <laughs> just put it out there. Not putting it out there. Hey, Joe, listen to me, dude. Listen to me. The first office line stinks stinks. Yeah. Okay. I need to give him an offensive lineman. Unfortunately, there was a big run on offensive line, man. Literally the top four offensive tackles were already off the board. I am more willing to get, take JC Latham right now over Tyler Guyton because I think that you can have potential offensive tackle or offensive guard flex while Tyler Guyton is just an offensive tackle, right? So yeah, I, I gave the Steelers an offensive lineman because the offensive lineman stink. Okay. It's bad. Bad offensive Okay. Guard. Fair point.
0: Um, this is one I want to stop on and yep. um, take a quick note on. Lietu Latu, edge yep. rusher from UCLA to the Miami Dolphins. I got to admit, I actually don't like this one a ton. Uh, this is what? probably the only pick that I'm more. I I just don't think. I their issues with their pass rush last year was because of constant injuries. I think that the fact that they went and got Bradley right. Chubb, and I don't know what his contract's like. Uh, the well, fact no, Bradley that they got hurt at the end of the
1: season, though. Yeah, you got hurt at the end of the season, though, Bradley Chubb. So Th-
0: that's what I'm saying, though, is that like they've got these guys, they were just hurt. And I think that their derail was merely just from like an injury standpoint. I feel like edge, I'm not worried about. I'm more worried about the interior of their offensive line or maybe getting an additional receiver, uh, maybe a corner. I just
1: don't I, I don't really get edge here. That's that's all I got. So who's starting at defense or who's starting on the edge for the Um, for the Miami Dolphins in week one of next season? You froze. What did you say? I said, who is starting at at edge for the Miami Dolphins in week one of the 2024 season? Well, I don't know the recovery timetable. Well, I'm pretty sure Bradley Chubb tours Achilles at the end of the season. So I'd be willing to bet that it will not be Bradley Chubb. (laughs) And (laughs) here's my, Yep. Here's my other added, I don't agree. And also, and also, Andrew Van Ginkle is a free agent as well. So their edge is a okay. little suspect, sir. Suspect.
0: To be clear, I'm not like poo-pooing or anything. I'm just breaking down the thought here. I also, my counter, they drafted another guy who medically retired from football and Jalen Phillips. I feel like they wouldn't want to make that same risk with Latu. That's my only other counterpoint.
1: So, I mean, I mean, we got to wait for to hear what the medicals are at the combine, man. We got to wait to hear. Got to wait to hear about it, right? So, hey, man. Okay. I think that that edge spot is in a tough spot for the for the Miami Dolphins in the immediate future. I mean, you're talking about a guy coming back from an Achilles later in the season, and you're talking about Jalen Phillips coming back also from an injury earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, just, I'm trying to figure out who's going to rush the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in 2024, Joe, and I don't have an answer. Just don't have an answer right now, okay. man. Except for... 2
0: twenty-two. Tyrion Arnold, Alabama wide receiver, goes to the Eagles. They
1: need secondary corner. help, so anyone fits. He plays there.
0: corner. He plays corner. corner. What it, did I say? Quarterback?
1: You said wide receiver. Actually.
0: Shit, I did that on my <laughs> mock draft too. Braylon Trice, edge rusher from Washington, goes to the Houston Texans. I like the idea of just adding another defensive lineman to that tr- to that team. Troy Fotanu, number twenty-four. Interior offensive line from Washington is a Dallas Cowboy. They could use a little bit of bolstering. I like the thought of Tyler Guyton, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma, going 25th overall to the Green Bay Packers because either tackle spot could use some help. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, interior offensive lineman from Oregon, is the 26th pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 27 is Quinion Mitchell, uh, cornerback from Toledo. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. I know where I'm going to stop on this next one. I didn't know. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. 28 Adane Mitchell wide receiver from Texas goes to the uh, Buffalo Bills. They need a taller yep. receiver. Also more of a vertical guy. I really like the thought of that. Here's my stopping point. Darius Robinson edge goes 29th overall to the Detroit Lions, the Missouri edge rusher. That one yep. I'm not pushing back on but a little surprised because I don't know if I would go that far to put him in the first round.
1: I I don't think he's, he's not a true first round player, but as is the case every single year, you only have a smaller number of first round players. There's going to be second day two football players that are going to be drafted in the first round. And I looked at the Detroit lions and I feel like the, one of the big hindrances to them later in the season was Aiden Hutchinson was fantastic. But he didn't have mm. another counterpart, Joe. At one point in the playoffs, in the course of the season, I think he had like 117 quarterback pressures, and number two on the roster had 40. 117 down to 40. He, I think he needs a, a partner in crime. And I think that yeah. Darius Robinson could be a partner in crime. And if nothing else, Darius Robinson could also bolster the interior defensive line along with Ali McNeil and kind of reduce down in certain situations as well. So I would agree. Darius Robinson is not a true first round player in my opinion, but we're talking about the number 29 overall pick. There's going to be some day two football players that are going to go in the first round just based upon the actual numbers, obviously.
0: So you stole my juice with Jalen Polk, the Jaylen. wide receiver I from I Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. There's yeah. an apostrophe. There's an apostrophe. <laughs> sorry, Jalen Polk. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, Jalen Polk. Um, yes. Wide receiver from Washington goes 30th overall. I like that uh i didn't even know that because i stopped reading yours when you sent it to me because i didn't want to spoil this show Uh, we both subconsciously ended up having him going in the end of the first round the kansas city chiefs take lab mcconkey the wide receiver from georgia and then lastly coolie mckinstry falls pretty far to the san francisco 49ers at 32 uh, alabama defensive back that is tremendous value there i don't have any other final points uh you ready to pick apart mine
1: yeah man, let me let me pull it up real quick. Again, you can follow Joe's mock draft, Jody Leon's 2024 NFL mock draft 3.0 on Sports Illustrated on the believe on the believe page there. So Joe, all right man, let's 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 rock and roll through this. We have some that are very okay. similar, so we're not going to spend a ton of time on, but number 1 overall in Jody Leon's 3.0 mock draft, he had the Chicago Bears selecting Caleb Williams, quarterback from USC. Number two, he stole my pick. He had Washington Commanders select James. Relax, Daniel, relax. <laughs> you. Number three, Drake May, quarterback from North Carolina. Literally the same exact top three picks. Oh, just kidding. Same as I caught four because Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to the Arizona Cardinals, wide receiver from Ohio State. Number five, you had. we had the first five same picks that's wild. yeah brock Brock bowers tight end from los angeles charger and i would like to say i'm obviously joking with joe but also i did put my mock draft out first so that is i read the first
0: four picks and i stopped because i didn't want to ruin the episode also yours came out before mine but i did my mock draft mine didn't publish till monday but i did mine on the like I wrote mine the same day that you wrote yours so don't don't act like yours is is like sure ma'am I copied yeah. yours okay what, whatever right, makes you who, feel better who, whatever makes you, you
1: know what's cool is I'm on the page the belief page on on Fan Nation on Sports Illustrated and top of the screen Joe is our video from the first team is ah the video at the top of the screen, look is at that neat.
0: all the hard work I put in I, I was that, man. The, the, I'm the reason why that that clip is there because I cut it and I sent it over
1: our right, number oh, six man. New York giants taking Joe Alt, offensive tackle from Notre Dame, Joe. I would like to stop here for a second because I really like the idea of Joe Walt to the New York giants. I would just like to ask you a question. What are you doing with Evan Neal in this scenario? They find guard pick from Alabama. You're throwing him in a guard.
0: Okay. Yeah. Th- this is a weird one for me because like I've always gone receiver here and I just thought to myself, you know what? Joe Alt's still on the board. He's a potential all pro and you, your offensive line hasn't been consistent, you can't pass up on this opportunity. You can get a receiver in the second round, move Evan Neal to yeah. guard, and I don't love Joe Alt playing right tackle, but I mean, at the very least, if you can't, the next contract with Andrew Thomas, you can't agree to something, you trade him and you move Alt to left tackle. Uh, I think yeah. there's a you know there's a lot of potential there, but yeah, Evan, Evan Neal, I think, could be a good guard. I mean, he's got a big, big frame. He moves well. He just, the yeah. nuance of playing tackle is just not caught up with him.
1: He's never just gotten more like he's his balance is just such an issue for whatever reason, man. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because like, he's a good athlete, right? Uh, it's just, yeah, right. it's a very odd one. Number seven overall, Tennessee Titans. You had him taking Talise Fuaga, the offensive tackle from Morgan State. Hey, Tennessee Titans need offensive lineman. You know, I'm a big fan of Talise Fuaga. I am good with that one. I think some people will push back because you had him over Olufashanu, but again, that's a conversation, right? That's a conversation points. Atlanta Falcons, number eight, taking Bo Nix quarterback for Oregon. I had him at number 12 in my mock. You had yeah. him at number eight, not a ton of pushback there. I do think the Atlanta Falcons need to figure out a quarterback spot, but right. Yeah. Who was it that put it out in the universe that I think was Dane Brugler that said the NFL is not super high early on of next year's quarterback class. So quarterbacks are gonna get pushed up the board of the demand. So I think it makes sense,
0: it makes which sense. is confusing because there's some good, good names there, but now it's your point. I went that direction because they have punted on figuring it out, and I think that new head coach, the idea is just going to be like, we need to get somebody in the room, and we need to get this thing rolling. Yeah.
1: Number nine, you had the Chicago Bears taking Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. I don't dislike it. The only pushback I would have is that him and DJ Moore are similar-ish. Yes, right. Like you yeah. have some similar attributes to them, so it's, it's that just popped in my
0: that popped in my head. But at the same yeah. time, I was like, this guy is so talented that maybe they're similar. But it's just like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are relatively similar types of players. And imagine what an offense could be like when you've got two just ridiculously speedy, uh, good route running receivers. So I, I like the yeah. idea that both of
1: them play together. I, I, I love the talent at, at number nine. I think it makes a ton of sense. I had him at number six. So obviously, I'm very high on Mr. Neighbors. Number 10, New York Jets, J.C. Latham, offensive tackle, Alabama. Magic yeah. Five at a uh, pick 10. It's crazy. Yeah. It's going right all over again, man. All over let's again. Let's go. Man. Number <laughs> 11, Minnesota Vikings, Nate Wiggins, cornerback from Clemson. We have the same exact pick, so obviously I'm a big fan of that one. Number 12, and I think some people are going to have questions on this one, Joe, so let's do it. Denver Broncos took Roma Dunze wide receiver from Washington. I think some would question Denver Broncos needing to take a first round wide receiver.
0: I was really thrown off on this one. I don't want them to take JJ McCarthy. They probably could have gone with any any defensive player. They could have taken any defensive player here. I just think that a Dunze is a really talented receiver and they have had no success with their receivers that they've brought in. Cortland Sutton's been constantly hurt. Um, Tim Patrick has been constantly hurt. And Jerry Judy has not played anywhere up to his expectation. I I actually wouldn't even be shocked if two of those three guys aren't moved on from this offseason. I think that there's going to be a more realistic chance that they take a receiver come draft day post-free agency.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. We had number 13, Kool-Aid McKinstry to the Las Vegas Raiders, cornerback out of Alabama. We had number 14, New Orleans Saints taking Dallas Turner, edge from Alabama. 15, Indianapolis Colts take Olu Fashanu, Penn State offensive tackle. They need an offensive tackle? Indianapolis? one. Yeah. I mean,
0: their, their offensive line wasn't great this year. And I mean, Anthony Richardson... Got banged up so quick. Their offensive line, I I just think in general that when you've got a young quarterback, he gets banged Mm -hmm. up early. The smartest thing that you can do is either get him weapons or you get him protection. This is a good tackle class, so you might as well get Mm -hmm. one of these early tackles and then go get a receiver in the second round. That was my thought process with the Colts.
1: Okay. Number 16, Seattle Seahawks, Jared verse. Love the pick. I think it'll be tremendous value at 16. Yeah. Number 17, Jacksonville Jaguars, Tyrion Arnold, Alabama cornerback. I would be totally okay with that. They need some serious Jaguars cornerback. fans. Love
0: that. By the way, I had a couple people tag me on that one.
1: Yeah. I had, wait, who did I have? I, I gave him a corner though. And, um, wait, who did I
0: get? No, you didn't. You gave no, him no, a I gave him a
1: Yeah, but I think Jacksonville fans, because I I go on a a guy's Jacksonville Jaguars show a lot, and he has always told me that, and I I have deduced this by looking at the roster, but cornerback wide receivers seem to be two of the biggest needs this offseason. So, number 18, Cincinnati Bengals, Amarius Mims, offensive tackle from Georgia. Joe, kudos to you, sir. This is probably my favorite pick of the draft so far. I... I would have loved to been able to give them an offensive tackle in my mock draft, but I had that run start a little bit earlier and Mary Simmons went 14th overall in my draft to New Orleans Saints. So I ended up giving him Jerzon Newton, the defensive tackle. I think that that one would make a lot of sense as far as his ability to plug and play a right tackle and then maybe be the left tackle of the future if you choose for him to be that guy. So
0: yeah, I, li- I like that thought where they're shuffling around and they're going to be short on money because they're paying Joe Burrow. So to get a young face into the mix, I think is just a really smart, smart move for them. And and he's so talented. He's so gifted. He's going to yeah. go later than some of these other guys because there's some concern of like how ready to play is this guy. And then he's going to ball yeah. the hell out in year two. He's maybe not a year one guy, but year two. We're yeah. like, oh my God, Amarius Mibbs is unbelievable.
1: I, I've said it multiple times, but I would not be shocked if we're looking at this draft four to five years down the road and we're just like, Amarius Smith is the best offensive tackle out of that class. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I still think it's going to be Joe Walt, but I would not be shocked if that happens. Los Angeles Rams, Troy Fontanu, offensive lineman from Washington. We've talked about that. We literally talked about that on Believe, on, yeah. believe, on, believe in Rams, believe in- right? Believe in Rams. I said Believe on Rams, but Believe in Rams. Yes, we talked about that fit. Pittsburgh Steelers, Jackson Powers Johnson, interior offensive lineman from Oregon. They need a center badly in Pittsburgh. So this is a, a no-brainer.
0: If he's on the board, I think they're gonna run to
1: run to the podium with that one. Yeah. I should have given him that him instead of giving him uh your your boy from Alabama, JC Latham. But yeah, yeah, too too late now. Oh my God, Joe. I haven't seen this pick until right now. My, number 21, Miami Dolphins taking Jordan Morgan from Arizona offensive line. Yeah, I they, need, real
0: quick? they need their interior offensive line has been really inconsistent, and it's also been banged up. I don't think that it is a bad thought for the Isaiah win was dog shit this year, and Hunt has not sure. been a consistent player.
1: So well, he's yeah, a free agent, I, too. I think Robert Hunt's yes. a free agent as well. But yeah,
0: adding Joe. adding a, a guard is it, it, Jordan Morgan is a fine football player. It's a little early to take him there. I don't disagree with that. But if you missed yeah. out on these these other, if you missed out on Jax Powers Johnson, you got to address guard. And if you missed out on Fotano, the next best one's Jordan Morgan.
1: <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm just looking down your list a little bit. So we're going to fight it in a different spot. So I'm not going to fight you too much. On this oh, spot, I can't okay? wait for we're... the Kamari Lassiter pick. Oh, that's the one, man. That's the one. It's all right. To keep reading. Too. Keep reading. Keep reading. Number 22, Philadelphia Eagles, Quinion Mitchell, cornerback from Toledo. Very high. I'm good with it. 2020, uh, number 23, overall Houston Texans draft. Jerzon Newton, Illinois defensive tackle. Good with it. Dallas Cowboys, Cooper Dejean, Iowa defensive back. Very interesting pick. I'm assuming you're seeing him as a safety there because they have two corners. I think he can play
0: corner or safety. I feel like they've got so many guys that could play different roles Mm -hmm. in Dallas, which is why I think he's unique to to that circumstance.
1: Okay. We had Green Bay Packers taking Kalen King from Penn State. Hey, man, if Kalen King is back to his 2022 form, I believe that is a steal. I'd be okay with it. Number 26, Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafting Leatu Latu, Edge from UCLA. And then Joe, here we are. Number 27, Arizona Cardinals selecting Kamari Lassiter, cornerback from Georgia.
0: Okay. So they missed out on the opportunity to get any of the other talented players. Okay. So they need, they need defensive backs. They missed out on all the, the edge rushers. I think actually Braylon Trice might've still been on the board, but their secondary has been abysmal. They need to Mm -hmm. get a DB. So I, my next greatest, highest-graded cornerback was Kamari Lassiter. He's a second-round pick for me, but when you want to get a corner, I think that there have been a much more egregious corner selections in the past drafts than Kamari Lassiter going in the end of the first round. I also believe that it is not an unreasonable decision because the NFL operates off of the following thought philosophy. it's, the, it's okay. the, There's always a certain team that they get all juiced up about, and it's going to be, Georgia defensive back. He was pretty good. Maybe he's not as athletic as other guys. Let's go with him. Let's give him a shot.
1: I just wanted. I, like I wanted to. to- I wanted to give Arizona an actual good defensive back in this one and you he's not bad answer. he's just not an explosive athlete so you don't like him like he's just, he's a good athlete he's just not like an elite athlete why, why are you yelling I don't understand why you're yelling right now This so is you what I, you're I down do a couple all, notches yeah, What's what's my next pick <laughs> It's it's Valentine's Day man and you're freaking out Buffalo Bills Brian Thomas Jr LSU wide receiver I am a big on Buffalo taking a vertical threat at this spot, I had him taking Ad Mitchell. I'm not even a huge Ad Mitchell fan, but I just want to get vertical elements into that offense, so I'm good with that one. Detroit Lions, we have the same thought process. Braylon Trice, you have going number 29 out of Washington, the edge to give a duo. Yeah, two. I love that. Aiden Hutchinson, very okay with that one. Baltimore Ravens, probably the steal of the first round, man. Keon Coleman, wide receiver from Florida State's. Yeah, they have no he slid. size at receiver. They have zero size at wide receiver, so that's why I yeah. love that one. Is that I
0: think that they've got all these guys that that are are tertiary or secondary guys and slot yep. guys, but they don't have the power forward. And I think mm-hmm. that you get a really good one with Keon Coleman there. Yeah, you're talking about good value. He slid pretty pretty far. He yep. he, Kule McKinstry was your version of Keon Coleman in our yes. drafts. We're like
1: really good player, but just the way that the board fell for some reason slid. Yep. so. Last one we'll have a conversation on because number 32, you had Kansas City Chiefs taking Jalen Polk. I had from wide receiver for Washington. I had the Baltimore Ravens drafting him at number pick number 30. So I'm good with that value there. The 31st overall selection is the one that we want to end on here, Joe, because you had a player that I have personally have not seen in a first round mock draft yet. And I don't necessarily dislike it when I'm looking at it. I really don't. San Francisco 49ers, the runners up in the Super Bowl, took Christian Haynes, interior offensive lineman guard from Yukon with the 31st overall selection just yeah. thought process
0: i had a couple of people chime in on this same kind of thing where nobody was crapping on it. just be like I, I didn't like i didn't think of that we've been high on him throughout this process he looked really good at the combine or at the senior bowl and i think he's going to test well at the combine he he feels like the typical interior offensive lineman that just does really well throughout this whole process that's going to get mocked at the end of first rounds early second as this process continues to finish up I feel like he is at the very least an early second round pick and the guard the 49ers roster is unbelievable it it is a really talented roster I would get them a quarterback we're not going to we're not going to unpack that um, (laughs) because I'm an a hole and I don't like Brock Purdy But their guards were their biggest weakness the whole season. They allowed a lot of interior pressures, and it showed up in the Super Bowl. Um, Who's the goofball from Notre Dame that plays guard? I'm blanking on his name. Aaron Banks Banks has been a massive glaring hole for them. And they have to, have to get some talent in that room. And I think that for the way that that offense has – asked and called upon a lot of athletic offensive linemen like trent williams to move in space like that's a guy that i want pulling that's a guy that i want getting to the second level uh he's strong enough to double team i i just that one feels that feels like a 49er pick if they don't trade out
1: okay hey man i honestly i'm not against it because like i said there are only so many first round grades you have in a first round mock draft at the end of the uh, end of the first round you're going to start talking about second, third round draft picks, potentially. Day two picks, I should say. And I think Christian Haynes is going to rise in this draft. So I don't even think it's Hell unrealistic. Yeah. I don't think it's shocking if Christian Haynes goes late first round. I would not be shocked at it at all. So I'm good with it. Good.
0: All right. It's going to to wrap us up on at Joe DeLeon at Rise and Draft. We're going to be back on Monday with our wide receiver show, which is going to be uh, a lot of disagreeing. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be back with more. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.